Hey guys, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Stands. My name is Greg, as always. I'm here with you to give you the best DraftKings and FanDuel lineups, along with Michigan Mike. So we're going into week five. Have a lot of things to go through. You know, a lot of teams on bye weeks this week. So your options are limited. Some of you are going to be tempted to take Tom Brady just because you expect him to go crazy against Cleveland this week. Well, you can if you want to, but he is priced a little high. And we're going to try to give you the best lineups for your whole team from top to bottom. So Michigan Mike, as always, is going to be giving you the DraftKings lineup. We're going to get to that in just a second. You know, we're going to keep this quick for you and keep it short. It's Sunday morning. You want to get your lineup done. And uh, just a little word of advice, Michigan Mike accidentally gives you a Thursday night pick. So you're going to have an extra person to play with around with, have some extra cash. Maybe you can slide in Tom Brady if you want. But you know what? It's all right. He gives you another great lineup overall for DraftKings. We're going to get to that right now. Hey guys, Michigan Mike here, and I'm here to give you my daily fantasy lineup. I play DraftKings, so this is my DraftKings lineup. Uh, some of you guys might play FanDuel instead, so uh, I won't help you much. But <clears throat> here's my DraftKings lineup for this week. First off, the great David Carr is going up against a terrible offense in or defense, I'm sorry, in San Diego. That game looks like a shootout to me. You, can, you can't go wrong with either one, either David Carr or Phillip Rivers, but personally I think David Carr is going to throw the ball all over the place. For my first running back, Jordan Howard. Who's Jordan Howard? He's that guy who just took the place of Jeremy Langford for Chicago, and he d doesn't look like he's going to be giving that starting position up anytime soon. He looked great in his first game, and he's facing Indianapolis, which as usual, has a really awful defense. My second running back, David Johnson. Arizona versus San Francisco. San Francisco's defense looks bad. Navarro Bowman is out. What do you do when your starting quarterback's out? You run the ball. You give, they're going to give the ball to David Johnson a lot in this game and watch him just be bell cow and run all over the place. For my first wide receiver, I'm going to double up. I got Michael Crabtree. Him and him and David Carr have a really good connection, and Amari Cooper has been really down this year. He hasn't had the numbers he had last year. Michael Crabtree is great for the money, so just take Michael Crabtree because I think both him and Amari Cooper are going to have a big game. My second wide receiver is Emmanuel Sanders. Trevor Simeon is, I mean, he's good. He's not great, but he loves showing the, throwing those little screen passes to Emmanuel Sanders, and Emmanuel Sanders can run. He is so fast, and he does great on those wide receiver screens. Plus, Atlanta's defense is uh, not very good. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but they've been giving up 30-plus points a game. So watch out for Emmanuel Sanders to have a good game. My third wide receiver, Steve Smith Sr., the immortal. That man, they're going to have to carry him off a field because he's going to have a heart attack and die of old age before he, gets, he retires. This man is still kicking it. And Joe Flacco is having a good year, and that Washington defense is terrible. So watch out for Steve Smith to have a, to have a really big game. I think that he has the potential to have <clears throat> one of those really breakout games, and he's super cheap. I think he's only $5,200. That is really cheap in, in DraftKings, so that saves you a lot of money. Tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Man, they, Norv Turner and that West Coast offense, they love their tight ends. And Sam Bradford has correspondingly been throwing it to Kyle Rudolph quite a bit. He's super cheap, and he's been putting up some serious points. Plus, the, I mean, I know it's the Houston defense, and they're all right, but they've been banged up. J.J. Watt is done for the season. I think Kyle Rudolph is going to have a big, big game. 
my flex. A little bit of a risk here, but I'm taking a shot at it. Fozzie Whitaker. Jordan, uh, sorry, not Jordan Stewart. That's the wrong, that's the wrong person. Stewart is out for the foreseeable future. And with Cam Newton being a little banged up, they're going to be smart about it, I think, and just give Whitaker the ball. He's the only good running back left on that squad. Watch for him to have a big game against a pretty weak Tampa Bay defense. For defense and special teams, Vikings defense special teams, uh, they're cheap, they're good. It's Houston. Brock Osweiler likes to throw interceptions. Yeah, watch them to <clears throat> watch them to pick off a ball or two, and then watch them possibly take it to the house. So there's those are my pick for DraftKings. I hope you guys have been having as good a season as I've been, because I have been whew, on fire. So good luck this week, guys. This is Michigan Mike. Good luck. Thanks, Mike. As always, you know, if you could bear through his coughing, you got some pretty good picks in there. Sorry, Mike, had to call you out on that. But no, now back to me. So I'm going to be giving you the best FanDuel lineups possible. You know, Mike and I are going to have a few of the same picks. As always, we think very similarly, but we do have our differences. So FanDuel especially, you know, you get a kicker, whereas DraftKings, you get a flex. I'm going to have that extra kicker pick because it's oh so exciting as always. So starting with my quarterback this week, I'm going on that Wentz wagon, man. I am an Eagle fan, yes, but... You cannot deny he's had a great season so far. He's coming off a bye week where he killed a deer with a bow. So he's just living life right now. And he's going against a Detroit defense who isn't that scary. You know, Detroit this year is 2-2. Two two. Their defense is middle of the road. And I expect once to put up at least decent numbers, especially for the price he's at. He's in this, He's around 7500 7600 on FanDuel. Not that badly priced. He's getting almost 20 fan points per game. And, you know, you got to take a chance on the rookie sometimes. You know, all these other big-time guys haven't always produced this year. He hasn't thrown any interceptions. Hopefully that continues for, you know, my own personal fandom's sake. But I think he's going to have a good game overall against Detroit. Moving on to running backs. So I'm having two running backs that I've had a lot of my lineup this year. Been very consistent. Price-wise, they are not bad at all. First, I have Melvin Gordon going against Oakland. Oakland was supposed to have this very amped-up new defense, supposed to help them win games. It hasn't. Plain and simple. has not done the job for them at all. It's all right, though. They're going against San Diego. Going to be probably high-scoring. Derek Carr, Phillip Rivers, and Melvin Gordon. I know, it's shocking to say. Gordon had a terrible year last year. He's bouncing back in a big way this year. My other running back, DeMarco Murray. Again, another running back who had a bad year last year in Philly. Went to Tennessee, and it's just been lighting it up. He's averaging 20 points per game, which, fantastic for him. And, you know, for, fantastic for Tennessee that they're getting production out of him. Going against Miami, we all know Miami's record so far this year. Not good at all. Sue's in the middle there to try to clog up the middle. You got Cameron Wake on the outside, but outside of that, they don't have much. A defense is not doing many things. They had a good week one against Seattle, held strong, but overall, not so good. I expect Murray to keep it up. You know, he's going to be catching some passes. He's going to be running for yards, get a touchdown in there. Should still be keeping his production up. Moving on to wide receivers. I'm stacking up this week with Jordan Matthews and Carson Wentz. I like having the stack in my lineup, and you should too. I mean, just takes one touchdown, 
swings you 10 points automatically. And then even 11 if it's wide receiver because you got to consider the catch. So, you know, you just have all of that. It's too good to pass up. Jordan Matthews has been once a security blanket so far this year. So you expect him to reel in a few passes, seven, eight, hopefully. And, you know, that'll add up yardage to maybe 60, 70, 80 yards and a touchdown. It's a pretty good day for a wide receiver in fantasy leagues. Then you have A.J. Green. He is my money guy this week. He's who I'm putting a lot of money into. And if you saw him last week on Thursday Night Football, you know why. I mean, the guy has been lighting it up so far, and Andy Dalton trusts nobody else in that wide receiving core except him. Tyler Eifert's out, you know, another week it seems with an injury. So they still don't have many options. Jeremy Hill is not the greatest pass catcher, and Giovanni Bernard can only do so much on third downs. So A.J. Green's my big pick for money-wise this week, and I think it's going to be well spent. Then you got Victor Cruz. I always like having one of those guys in the late Sunday night, Monday games. Feels like it gives you a little extra hope. Victor Cruz is my guy this week. Going against Green Bay at Lambeau, you know, Odell Beckham's going to have the extra coverage on him. You know, Shepard might have an extra guy looking at him. Victor Cruz is right now the third guy on the Giants, but he's still putting up around 9, 10 points per game. You know, all that needs is one salsa dance and touchdown, and, you know, he's worth it. He's cheap. He's going to give you that extra cash that you need to get the other guys like A.J. Green. Might as well take a chance. Then my tight end. Mike and I agree on tight end this week. Kyle Rudolph has been lighting it up in Minnesota. Sam Bradford has found his guy to go to when Diggs is not open. I mean, it's fantastic. Good for Kyle Rudolph. You know, Notre Dame product where they were having tight ends that were really good coming out year after year. And he had a few down years. Teddy Bridgewater, not the biggest passer. Sam Bradford always had a you know good relationship with his tight ends, whether it was in St. Louis, Philly, and now Minnesota. He's continuing that. Rudolph is paying off, and he is cheap. He's not going to cost you a Gronk or you know one of those other top-tier guys. He's going to be right down in that 500, 5,000 range. It's a good pick. Finally, kicker and defense, you know, the two most exciting picks. So kicker, I'm going to go with Bryant for, from Atlanta. He's going into Denver. You have the high altitude, tough defense. They give a few goal line stands, you know, or even if they make it to the 30, 40-yard line, you're going to see Bryant coming in, trying to get some points on the board. I think he does. He probably gets at least two or three field goals today is my guess if that defense does what it should do. And, you know, overall, he's going to be a good pick. Kicker's a kicker. It's hit or miss every single one of them every week. You just hope you get the one that actually does something. I think Brian's the one that does something this week. And then finally, defense. Got to go, with, like Mike said, Minnesota Vikings. Purple people leader have been, you know, dominating every single week. Bradford doesn't have to stress about getting many points. 14 to 17 seems like it'll do it now every single week. This defense is dominant. They get in your face. They hit you. You know, they talk trash to you. They get in your mind. And they just dominate on the field, plain and simple. They're going against Houston, you know. Houston doesn't have a bad offense, but Brock Osweiler still seems to be trying to figure things out. He might throw an interception or two, might be a fumble. You never know. A few sacks, and then you got a team defense that's putting up 10, 12 points. That's always going to help you in fantasy leagues. So those are my picks this week. You can run back down through them. Again, thanks, Mike, for doing your job with DraftKings. And as Mike said, and I say, Hopefully you guys make some money. We've been doing pretty well this season. Hopefully you are too. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know who you use. And let us know what you think. All right?
See you next week for another edition of the Fantasy Stands, guys. Bye.